The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to Instagram Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're doing a deep dive into one of the biggest and fastest growing channels in both paid and organic reach, Instagram. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that covers the landscape features and optimization strategies to help you get your Insta profile to drive business results. Joining us for Instagram week is Colton Bollinger, who is the founder and CEO of Jumper Media, which is an agency of strategic thinkers, marketers, developers, and designers who bring thousands of targeted new followers that convert into paying customers via Instagram. Outside of his work at Jumper Media, Colton is an avid golfer, surfer, and all-around nice guy, and he's got a wealth of information related to sharing. He's got a wealth of information to share related to social networking and specifically Instagram. So we're excited to have him as our guest. So far this week, we've talked about the current landscape of Instagram as a marketing channel, and today we're going to talk about how to use the various content publishing tools. Here's the second installment of Instagram Week with Colton Bollinger from Jumper Media. Colton, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Great to be back, Ben. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you here. Yesterday, we talked about the growth of the Instagram platform, whether marketers are using it for B2B, B2C, paid versus social. I think one of the most important things for people to understand when they're building an Instagram engagement strategy is where to put their content. And that's got much more complex over the last year. My understanding is Facebook almost out and outright stole stories from Snapchat, threw it up on their platform and just boat raced them in terms of the overall adoption of that form of medium. So now you have stories and you have your feed and there's buttons and AI and swipe ups. Walk me through some of the things that marketers need to know about the various content tools, what's effective, what's good in terms of engaging your audience. It's a lot to handle on any business's plate these days, I feel like. Everything they add makes another level of complexity for a business to think about when they're developing their marketing strategy and how they're utilizing social. That's one of the reasons why I think a lot of people are outsourcing it because it's just the time it takes and having those things set up, it's easier to pass off sometimes. But if you're coming into the digital world and looking at how to best utilize these platforms for your business, I would really take a step back and break down each one. You mentioned Facebook basically copied Snapchat and threw it up. 
in a lot of ways, I completely agree. I think they also took the best of Snapchat and improved on some of the features. And with that seamless integration into their system, enabled you to connect to the whole Facebook architecture of everything else they've built. And with that, enabled a lot of other marketing opportunities that make it such a seamless shopping experience and other dynamics that Snapchat hasn't really been able to tie into. But yes, stories are real-time content. I see a lot of businesses planning those out throughout their day to show behind the scenes what they're doing as a team, giving consumers an inside look to what it's like to work with them or utilize their product or what goes into their products that they're offering, showcasing that value. Maybe it's they're building them right here in their factory. They're not outsourcing. It gives them a great opportunity to showcase that and make it very believable by the consumer that this isn't staged. This is real life. And then we have a swipe up and other features once you get to 10,000 followers that allows you to link to it. And I think Instagram slowly rolled these out strategically once they saw the pain points and they knew people were waiting for them and expecting them. That was pretty smart on the end. They created a lot of excitement. And when the features came out, you'd sit here and say, why didn't you come out with that a year ago? And I'm sure it was all planned out how they were building that out. And then you look at the regular content for Instagram and Facebook, and a lot of companies still use Snapchat in addition to stories on Instagram. And most of the time, it's just shared content, right? They create the same content on one platform or the other first, and they'll just share it over. Similarly with Instagram and Facebook to save time. And I think that comes down to resources and we all only have so much time in the day. So it gets really time consuming when you're creating content for three different mediums or three different platforms and expecting it all to be different and unique. We're all only human beings these days. We have so much stuff to do during the day with our own businesses just running them, let alone trying to figure out what content's better for Snapchat or Instagram or Facebook. So it's left us consolidating and just getting it up there to give the consumers something to see. I do want to go into a little bit more detail about the difference between feeds and stories, because that seems like a critical difference in terms of the user experience, where stories are something that have a short life, but I feel like people go through regularly throughout the day. And feed images are really subject to an algorithm, whether they're going to be surfaced or not. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. 
Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Are you finding more engagement with one product versus the other? I think Instagram kind of threw a loop in there with the stories because while they were similar to Snapchat in the sense of they disappear in 24 hours, now you can actually have those stories live on your Instagram page as long as you want. You can organize them and save them. So it's weird how the story use case has changed a little bit since they released that. For example, if you have three different product offerings for your company, while you have the real-time story effect that you're posting something, it's there for 24 hours, you can create a folder on your page and add those strategically, a folder for each product. And now anybody who comes to your page for the first time, there are folders there that they can see and they live there. They can click on them and see all the stories you've organized under them for each product. So it could be social proof, could be customers posting about the product or service. They love it and also feature sets or unique differentiators about the product value for each different offering. So that's just kind of threw us all for a spin, right? And made stories a lot more valuable than just for 24 hours versus we're all pretty familiar with the feed. It's your gallery. You start scrolling down your Instagram page. It's living there. You better think twice about everything that you're posting and how your consumers really going to perceive it because it's living there. You can delete them, you can archive them, but at the end of the day, it expresses you and your brand a lot stories, you can be a little bit more in the moment and consumers are more accepting of that. So they're expecting a little bit less curated content. They expect it to be a little bit raw, but the user case for anything you're posting to your feed is really something that in my opinion should be able to add value or show social proof. If I'm posting something on the feed for a client or us, it's something that I would hope they can come back to and get some value out of later. That's kind of how I would look at it for the most part. There's also the notion of putting in montages and scrolls. There's also some of the VR features where you can put stickers or change your mouth. Have you seen any of those driving adoption increases or improved awareness? I think some of the features they came out with from stickers to polling to asking questions, it's allowed them to really spur more engagement from your following and audiences. It's smart in a lot of ways. I can't speak to really like how much it's increased your reach as a brand or utilizing those, but I can certainly say engagement goes way up or you can be able to connect with consumers that you wouldn't have really been able to connect with prior to those options or features. I mean, it, the polling and seeing who's polling and who's more active in your feed out of your audience, I think gives us all a lot of insight into consumer or into consumer advocates with brands and who's really top of mind, right? Who's watching the content, who's engaging with it. Cause those are questions that I think every marketer wants to know because they can leverage those relationships and build them out further. And I think that's what social media is about. They're all relationships we're trying to develop and it's given us a whole new avenue to do so. Lastly, outside of just posting the content in the different formats, there's also Instagram TV now. Have you seen any adoption or anything interesting with the longer form content that Instagram's publishing? Yeah, I think there's a lot of hype around it when it first came out. And I know they were getting some very influential YouTubers to come over to the platform and enticing them to do so. But since the first couple of weeks, a lot of our clients haven't really taken advantage of it on our end. And even us personally, we've uploaded a few things through some of our pages, but I feel like they're still kind of figuring out how to best incorporate it. Even businesses are still trying to figure it out because it hasn't been something that we get requests from all the time from clients or that we're seeing a lot of value from at this point because YouTube is just still my go-to place if I want to research a video and I find it the UI on Instagram. There's not a ton of video value for me going to search on how to do something or because that's what I would use those long-form videos for, right? If I have an issue or problem, I'm searching YouTube to find something and I haven't made that transition. So as I look at some of the customers, it hasn't really been a widespread usage yet. 
I thought that the launch of Instagram TV was actually a different product than what I expected. I expected it to be more of a Facebook Live companion and maybe more of a Twitch competitor than it was a YouTube competitor, where they're seeing lots of videos being uploaded online, lots of education, entertainment content. Most of that stuff goes onto YouTube in longer format. What I thought would have been compelling for Instagram that they didn't do was, hey, I can just turn on my Instagram and start publishing what I'm seeing. And it gets more into the real-time nature of the product, very similar to what stories are, where it's short snippets throughout somebody's day. More of a comment than a question there. <laughs> I think that's a solid comment. I think we're all kind of thrown for a loop a little bit. And I kind of expected it to be something similar to YouTube, like a competitor, just because of how it was announced. And then also the influencers they were bringing over from YouTube, in a sense, told me a lot. But it's kind of put me through a whirlwind of who's actually using it and how they're using it, because that surprised me a little bit is it's I don't follow or watch anything, which is kind of interesting because also being like a video creator and being so involved in content myself and enjoying what goes into it and some of the great pieces of video out there, I haven't found myself actually following or looking at IGTV very much. Again, I'm a consumer like anyone else, but I think that's pretty consistent is like it's still not this big integral part of the user experience quite yet on Instagram, but I'm sure they have some plans to build it out a little bit more at some point. Okay, that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Colton from Jumper Media for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Colton's tips to building a great Instagram strategy, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we'll be discussing how you can create Instagram content that resonates with your audience. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Colton and his business, click on the link in our show notes to see Colton's bio or go to jumpermedia.co, that's C-O, not com. If you're a subscriber to the MarTech Podcast, let me just stop and say thank you for being a member of our community. We want to hear from you. So we've built a page called benjshap.com slash question, which will allow you to leave us a message. And if you have a question about marketing, we just may include that in an episode of the MarTech Podcast in the future. You can also reach out to us on social media. My company handle is BenJShap LLC, and my personal handle is BenJShap. If you haven't subscribed yet and you want a weekly stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, in addition to the rest of Instagram week, we've got some great episodes lined up. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.